When you hear that fabulous song by the Pointer Sisters Jump, what do you associate it with? Because I want to know if you associate that song with what I associate it with, which is the iconic movie Love Actually, when Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister of Britain or London or wherever they call it, and he had just had that meeting with the President of the U.S., who's played by Billy Bob Thornton, and he dances around his house to that song, and then that lady catches him dancing, and it's one of the most iconic movies ever. But hi, everybody. Happy Sunday slash Monday. It is November the 1st, which is crazy, which means it's holiday season officially, which means I have to get my Christmas tree in uh, 30 days, or 28 days. Uh, however, I usually get it the day, um, the last day of the month, which I think is the 28th or the 29th. Uh, but it's crazy. I can't believe it's uh, it's Thanksgiving month, which is just so thrilling. Hope everybody had a great Halloween weekend. I know a few people were having underground parties, so shame on you. But I'm not gonna. He- I'm not here to shame people. I hope everybody was safe, and I hope if in fact you were one of those people who had a party, you were safe, you were wearing masks, and you were socially distancing. Um, but from what I saw, most people were doing Zoom Halloweens, which is great and the safe way to do it, unless you know you were spending time with your loved ones or people you actually know are negative and whatnot. Um, but it was a very different Halloween. Uh, the streets weren't bustling, but that's just you know the times are in. But tomorrow is a huge day because tomorrow is election day, and uh, well, the outcome of this country is going to be determined, and things are probably going to be pretty crazy for a while. So I'm a little bit nervous when I'm also very optimistic about the future of this country. But I'm not here to talk about politics today because we're going to talk a lot about that on Tuesday and Wednesday. We're here to talk about some very juicy stories that are, um, you know, out and about in the press with regards to pop culture. And yeah, but what I'm loving is this time of year because the air is really crisp. I'm watching all my holiday movies. I uh, I started Love Actually last night, which is one of my favorites, except that scene, that really sad scene with Emma Thompson, and she's in her bedroom crying, listening to Joni Mitchell. Remember, because her husband, played by Alan Rickman, who played Snape in Harry Potter, is having an affair with the secretary, and it's really sad because <laughs> he buys it the necklace. One of the greatest movies ever it's on. Well, I don't know where it is actually streaming, but I own it, but I think it might be on HBO Go or Netflix. One of those two streaming services, I'm sure it's there. But anyways, aside from that, it wasn't very, uh, wasn't a very active weekend um, because I didn't really do anything for Halloween. I just stayed in, did some work. Um, uh, I was going to go... I have a dog, obviously. I've talked about many times, and my dog lives with my best friend, but I didn't want to go over there because my best friend is like... He used to date this girl that I really, really dis- just did not like because you know, she's one of those people that's like very, she's like a moocher, you know, one of those people that she's, she just feels too comfortable to be like, oh, what's your Netflix password or what's your password for this? Like one of those people who's like that. And I hate that. I mean, I'm the most generous person in the world. I give my friends and family my password. You know why? Because I give and I'm very generous when people don't expect it. But like when people actually start asking for it, that's when I get really mad and annoyed. Except if you're like my family, then it's fine. But anyways, I say all that to say this girl is literally hanging out at the place where my dog is and I obviously don't want to see her because I I'm all about energy and when I'm around an energy that doesn't make me feel great you know I like I get it sort of like puts off my day a little bit but enough TMI that's that's the most personal I'm gonna get with you here on the mission of pop culture um but aside from that I'm gonna just get into our five stories of the day because I have some really really good stories starting off with a crazy story I don't know if you guys heard about this or follow Megan Fox and her ex Brian Austin Green on Instagram but I do but the comments by celebs Instagram account posted this and I saw it and my jaw literally dropped so this first story is from TMZ Megan Fox slams ex-Brian Austin Green for Halloween photo with his son. There's been an update to this, but I'm going to read you the original story. Megan Fox just went scorched earth on her ex-Brian Austin Green for posting a Halloween photo with their youngest son, and she didn't pull any punches. Brian Austin Green threw up the post on Instagram Sunday, which depicted him at home in a Yeti costume with his and Meg's boy journey behind him in what appears to be a Spider-Man outfit. Brian's doing some goofy pose, and he captioned it, Hope you all had a good Halloween. Uh, it's pretty innocent, right? Wrong, at least according to Megan, who left one hell of a public comment ripping Brian Austin Green to shreds. Okay, this is what Megan Fox said. I'm going to have to zoom in because the it's a little small. Um, her Instagram commented this. 
Why does Journey have to be in this picture? It's not hard to crop them out or choose photos that they aren't in. I had a great Halloween with them yesterday and yet notice how absent they are from my social media. I know you love your kids, but I don't want, I don't know why you can't stop using them to posture via Instagram. You're so intoxicated with feeding the pervasive narrative that I'm an absent mother and that you're the perennial, eternally dedicated dad of the year. You have them half the time. Congratulations. You are truly a remarkable human. Explanation point. Ooh, shade. Why do you need the internet to echo back to you what you what should be inexhaustibly evident in the way your children love you? Now, that's definitely a lot of shade, and it's obviously I saw Megan I saw Megan Fox's Instagram Halloween photo too. Her kids weren't in the photo. She looked like she was with her friends or something, which is fine. But I understand you know why as a very public figure because she's I, I, I'm not saying this to be shady, but I definitely think she's more famous than he is at least right now. Like she's very relevant. Also, especially since her and Machine Gun Kelly have been a couple, you know, her stock is definitely up. I mean, Megan Fox to me has always been super, super A-list. But, like, you know, the celeb life is ebbs and flows in terms of um, how, how, like, photographed and how, how media-centered you are. And I think right now Megan Fox is really the center of media. But anyway, she posted that. Um, and then... Uh, there's an update here. Brian appears to have heard Megan loud and clear, and not just that, he followed her direction... And he reposted the photo with just himself. It's the exact same photo as before, only as their son wasn't in the photo. So, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts on this, I think. And I'm a huge proponent of keeping things private, but I also understand why Megan probably got so upset. Because, yes, there has been this sort of narrative that... I mean, of course, none of us know what's going on behind closed doors. Um, so we don't know what kind of uh, relationship they have. Uh, it's all very private, which I think is great, as it should be. And it should remain sacred and private because that's their union and whatnot. But... I think this is very telling of her, obviously, expressing her feelings like this. And I don't know if you guys watched this, but a long, long time ago, she was on Watch It Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And um, she was talking about, uh, Andy Cohen was like, he did the, um, what do you call it? The, the, uh, the three questions, um, plead the fifth. And he was like, what is like one of the craziest fights you and Brian have gotten into when something happened? And she said when they were in a fight or something, she like painted evil eyes all over the house or something. It was very interesting. So it's very telling of the relationship. You know, everybody has a lot of emotion and people channel their emotion in different ways. So I totally understand why she got protective of her son or her daughter. And she probably doesn't want them, you know, flash on social media. Totally understand it. Totally respect it. But it was very interesting and very telling and crazy that it was so public, which I'm sure was intentional because she knows that eagle eye, you know, when you're a celebrity, all eyes are on you. So. Yeah, pretty wild, but I'm glad he changed it. So, yeah. Okay, second story of the day comes from E! News. Gigi Hadid shares first family photo with Zayn Malik and their newborn daughter. I saw this on her stories. I literally geeked out because I was so excited for them. And obviously, they didn't post the face of the baby, but they did, you know, put a little emoji over it, which is totally great. Um, it was a very happy Halloween for Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. On Saturday, October 31st, Gigi shared the very first photo of her and Zayn's newborn daughter, who the supermodel gave birth to in September. In the picture, Gigi's dressed up as Samus Aaron from the video game Meteoroid in a cool blue bodysuit. Her former One Direction bandmate boyfriend rocked a sweater in the green, with green and black accents, making him a member of Harry Potter's Slytherin house. Love it. Love to see the Harry Potter reference. The couple learned, I'm sorry, the couple leaned into the fandom theme further by dressing up their baby as the iconic Marvel superhero, the Hulk. This is the first time that Gigi has posted a full photo of their baby whose name is yet to be released to fans. The couple, however, kept the baby's face private by putting a digital sticker on the photo. The couple's desire for privacy is why they choose to spend time on Gigi's mother, Yolanda Hadid's Pennsylvania farm following the birth of their baby. Um, there's a quote here. They feel peaceful staying there for now. And insider told the news earlier this month, Gigi wants the most privacy for their baby. It wants to be able to rise, raise her privately. 
Love to see it. Love that they had a fabulous Halloween. And love that we got a little glimpse of their baby. Because they obviously they're in tune with the times. They obviously know their fans are like just gagging at the fact of seeing their precious baby. Because I'm sure it's probably the most beautiful baby in the world. Both of them are so stunningly beautiful. And even, you know, if an individual isn't beautiful, the baby's still beautiful. Any Every baby's beautiful. Um, but love to see it. Love that they had a great Halloween. They looked very happy. And I love that they dressed up. And I love their little baby was a little Hulk. Very sweet. Very cute. Very telling. Congratulations to them. Oh, love Zane. He's just such a handsome man. Um, okay. Third story of the day is a really good one. A little bit of royal news. This is from page six. Meghan Markle, Prince, and Prince Harry reportedly won't return to UK for Christmas. No, I mean, this isn't really shocking given the current, you know, royal climate. Also, speaking of royalty and the monarchy and the British Empire, uh, The Crown, season four, um, Netflix, November 11th or November 15th? Oh, November 15th, um, which I'm so stoked for because I love The Crown. It's one of my favorite TV shows. Uh, I love Olivia Coleman. I love Helena Bottom Carter. And also this season, I believe, sorry, if you just started cracking, I literally just sprawled on my legs because my knees were, like, crying. Um, Princess Diana has introduced this season, which is really exciting to see um, their version of, or their narrative with how her and Charles met. And I'm so excited. I'm probably going to watch the whole thing one night, even though I know the next season is not going to come out, I think, till 2022. So two years. But, um... You know, I could spread it out, but I'm the type of person that's like, I have to know every single second of what's going on. And I remember I watched season three in literally one night, and I was like, oh my god. So, but anyways, okay. Um, again, the story is Meghan and Harry uh, reportedly won't return to the UK for Christmas. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle will not be heading back to the UK for Christmas with their son Archie now that they are no longer, um, now that they no longer have a court battle on the immediate horizon. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex had planned to return in December with Archie 17 months ahead of Meghan's privacy trial set back for Jan. But, ooh, excuse me, the couple changed their plans after a judge granted Meghan's request to postpone the trial until next fall for a confidential reason. Ooh, interesting. It is unlikely that the Duke and Duchess will be traveling before the end of the year because the focus had been the trial in January. Spokesperson for the couple told the outlet, quote, as that... It is no longer happening. There are no plans to travel at the moment, but any travel plans will be kept under review. The family's absence during the holidays will likely be particularly um, hard for the Queen Elizabeth 94. My gosh, she's just outliving everyone. And the Duke of Edinburgh 99, um, who have not seen their youngest grandchild for a year, the newspaper reported. The couple took Archie to Canada last November for what was characterized as a temporary break from their duties, but didn't bring him back with them when they made trips in January and March before they officially resigned from the royal family. The outlet reported Megan 39 has sued the Mail on Sunday's Publishers Associated Newspapers for printed a private letter sent to her father, Thomas Markle. Yeah, I, I mean, I totally understand why they're not going to go back, and I think they should just enjoy their time in the States in Montecito, their Montecito compound, probably with neighbors like Ellen and Oprah. Uh, yeah, no need to go back. I mean, you have your own castle in the U.S. That's okay. Live your, live your best life, people. Um, but if they do go back, I think it'll be fabulous, too. It'll obviously be a media frenzy. But, you know, they're doing things very differently, and that's what I think many people like about um, Harry and Meghan. I'm, I know many of the Brits over there are like, the old people are like, eh, they're not following tradition, but like, F them. Like, who are they? They're not royalty. They're like, literally nobody. They're peasants like me. Um, but yeah, anyways, just a little update on royal news, because you know me, I love Meghan and Harry, and any chance I get to read about them, <coughs> I'm sick. Uh, I love it. So, yeah. Um, fifth story, no, what, what number story is this? One? Two, three, four. Okay, four story of the day. Sorry about that. Literally, I like can't even count. Um, actually, speaking of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, uh, this is also from page six. Some sad news. A new report reveals Prince William had COVID in April, and he struggled to breathe. That's really, really sad. Obviously, we know we're in the midst of a pandemic, so so many people are um, vocalizing what they went through with COVID, and it's always you know really sad. But 
when people recover, you know, that's all we can wish for. Again, you guys wear your masks and social distance. We're still in the pandemic. Okay, the article reads, Prince William had COVID-19 in April and struggled to breathe at one point, sending royal aides into a terrified panic, a report said Sunday. The British Royal 38 fought to keep the news of his illness out of the press because dad, Prince Charles, and the country's prime minister, Boris Johnson, had both just come down with a deadly contagion, and William was concerned how his illness would worry the nation even more. Sources told The Sun, quote, William was hit pretty hard by the virus. It really knocked him for six, a source told the outlet. At one stage, he was struggling to breathe, so obviously everyone around him was pretty panicked. But after seeing medics and testing positive, which was obviously quite a shock given how fit and healthy he is, William was determined it should be business as usual, the source said. He was determined to fulfill his engagements. That's a trooper right there. Um, The prince, who is next in line to succeed his father to the throne, was treated by the palace doctors and properly quarantined at his family's home, Anmar Hall in Norfolk, all while carrying out paperwork, phone calls, and video chats, the outlet said. Okay. I mean, first of all, I'm really happy that he's recovered. That's incredible. I also have to say, this is true, like, endurance and prosperity. If you're working and literally keeping your day-to-day affairs while you have COVID, which is a really crazy, I'm sure at the time in April was a long time ago, people didn't know what it was still. We're still learning a lot about it now, but obviously back then it was even more a uh, bit of a virgin virus. I mean, wow, that's incredible, and I, I hope Kate and the kids were okay. Um, obviously, the palace hasn't still really responded to that, uh, so... Yeah, I'm 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 sorry he had it and for everyone else who's enduring it and has lost loved ones to it again, you know, it's it's heartbreaking. So everybody, wash your hands, stay safe, social distance, you know? We're still in the midst of it. Final story of the day is a really really heartbreaking story. Um a big loss for the world and uh, uh cinema lovers. Um Sean Connery passes away. Beloved James Bond actor was 90. This is from Deadline. Scottish actor Sean Connery has died at the age of 90. His son Jason Connery uh, told the BBC his father had died peacefully in the Bahamas after a long illness. Famous for his dashing good looks, strapping physique, and abundance of charisma, Connery was the first actor to portray James Bond in film, starring in seven entries in the franchise from Dr. No to Never Say Never Again. He was also an Oscar winner for a supporting turn in the Brian De Palma, The Untouchables, his sole nomination from the Academy. He restored, received excuse me, two BAFTAs, including Honorary Fellowship Award. He was awarded a knighthood in 2000. Wow. Uh, he was born in Edinburgh in 1930. He joined the Royal Navy at 16. Um, his pathway into acting came via Edinburgh's King's Theatre, where he helped out backstage before landing a small role in the production of South Pacific. Wow. During which time he at first encountered Michael Caine. The pair would go on to become close friends. I love Michael Caine. He was in, uh, for those of you who don't know, but I'm sure you know, he's in the... Um, he's in Miss Congeniality, as Sandra Bullock's like glamour's on. Fabulous guy. And and he's also in the um, Batman movies as, uh, oh my gosh, oh he's like right hand man. He's not. Oh my gosh, I can't even think of it. Uh, you know who he is, and he's just in Batman. Oh my gosh, I can't even know why. Um, James Bond Connery's career defining moment came in the early sixties when he landed the role of James Bond. Um, which was incredible. Post-Bond, no actors have easily shaken off the Bond branding after retiring, but Connery has always looked to diversify his acting, even during his time with the franchise taking parts in Alfred Hitchcock's Marnie, uh, The Hill, and many, many other projects. So it's a huge loss, and I'm so, so sorry to his family and friends and loved ones and fans all over the world because this was a huge loss, of course, but an icon. Um, wait, hold on. I have to really look up this Michael Caine movie because this is going to drive me crazy. Okay, hold on one second. It's Michael Caine, Batman. So the Michael Caine... Michael Caine. I'm on Wikipedia. Obviously my favorite. Most resourceful like website ever. Okay. Damn, Michael Caine's 87. He's good. Okay, let's see here. Filmography. I'm so sorry. This is one of those things that's like literally going to drive me crazy. Selected filmography. I don't think so. Oh, The Dark Knight. Okay. 
Uh, the Dark Knight, obviously, was with Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, and he played... Okay. Uh, Michael Caine. Hold on. Oh, Alfred! He played Alfred. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Um, yeah, he's an icon, and Sean Connery's an icon, too, and I can't believe they're friends. I mean, it makes sense. Icons should be friends with icons. So we celebrate his life and his career by the love and appreciation of all the good work he gave us. Um, yeah. So, everybody, those are the stories of the day to start you off with this Monday. Um, it's going to be a big day Tuesday. It's going to be an election day. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm obviously going to talk about political stuff, but I'm going to try and diversify my episode with some, you know, pop culture stuff, too, to make it light. And get out there and vote, you guys. I'll remind you guys. Well, this is my Monday episode, so Tuesday morning I'm going to, you know, remind you guys, too. Be kind to one another, everybody. Appreciate. Be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Um... Ooh, did you hear that? I'm hungry. <laughs> Oopsies. I love when my stomach growls. It's like, yes, honey, yes. Um, and aside from that, thank you for listening. I'm Andrew the VT, Mr. Pop Culture. You can stream my podcast on Radio Public, Spotify, uh, Podcast App, Google Podcasts, Castbox Radio, iTunes, the uh, podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere podcast stream. Thank you so much. I extend my gratitude to you once again for being a listener, a loyal listener. I love doing this. It's my favorite thing to do ever. And it's fun and it's lighthearted. And um, yeah, uh, you can also check me out. Check me out on TikTok at Andrew DeVitri. Um, if you want to drop me a line, message me on Instagram at Andrew DeVitri there too. A-N-D-R-E-W-D-E-V-I-T-R. And everyone, be kind, be well, wash your hands, wear a mask, social distance, and get out there and vote. Bye, everyone.